the Making Sense of Life podcast number 40. According to J.K. Rowling, life is difficult and complicated and beyond anyone's total control. The humility to know that will enable you to survive its vicissitudes. The Making Sense of Life podcast will not only empower you to navigate through a fast-changing world, but also to grow in body, mind and spirit. Inward change precedes outer transformation. As the ancient Greek author Plutarch once said, what we achieve inwardly will change outer reality. This podcast is sponsored by Logos Medical Legal. Sunil also works privately with senior leaders. Go to drsunil.com forward slash corporate to find out more. Hello and welcome to the Making Sense of Life podcast with me, Sonora Heja. Today's podcast is different from what we usually have. It's podcast number 40 and I want to make it into something of a celebration, recap, um, reminisce, recollection of, of how far we've come, of the adventure that we've been on. Now, if you're a, a regular listener, you know that usually... Um, my co-host Andrew Horton interviews me about a, a topic or a subject that we've uh, explored in um, to a certain level on on the website at drsnill.com or I interview a, a book author uh, or someone who's done some interesting things um, and that's the usual format that we go. Well, today's podcast is quite different. Today's podcast is uh, it's just me. So this is a bit of a learning curve for me as well. So uh, I hope you can bear with me as well. And I'm afraid you've just got my voice to, to deal with rather than, than a conversation. But as I said, I hope this can be something of a celebration uh, and a gratitude for in terms of the things that we've been learning and, and how far we've come. I want to start, first of all, by just saying uh, a big thank you to, to you listener out there i don't know where you are i don't know what you're doing i don't know where you are in the world uh, you may be driving you may be walking you may be in the gym you may be washing the dishes um but it's been a real privilege to be able to with the power of technology uh, connect uh, with you wherever you are in the world and i just want to say thank you for that because i know that there's lots of pressures on your time i know that there's lots of other things you could be doing uh, there's other people you could be listening to um, so I want to thank you for entrusting me um, with some insights and some um, uh, interviews and conversations that I, I do trust will have been of encouragement to you uh, in your life, uh, whatever challenges or whatever situations you're facing. So thank you to you. Um, it's also a, a big thank you to Andrew Horton, who behind the scenes has been um helping to make this podcast possible and then obviously on the front stage as well uh, interviewing me and drawing me out uh, with various questions and uh, ideas and um, angles uh, to explore the different topics that we've had uh, in greater detail so thank you for that Andrew um, also I think I'd, I'd like to say a, a big thank you as well to the person who got me started on this um, was somebody called Jeff Brown who has the read to lead podcast and back in 2014 I uh, did, did a uh, I did a course with him. So Jeff is a is a very seasoned um, uh, podcaster. You can you can find out more about him on the Read to Lead podcast. 
Um, but he sort of inspired me that this is something that, that is realistic and possible. So I feel like that's a, that's a sort of background in terms of saying thank you and gratitude for, for how far we've come and, and, how, and where we're going. So this podcast, if you like, is a, is, a, is, is sort of pause to think about how far we've gone and to think about where we're going to go in the future, although I'm not entirely sure myself, but it has been something of somewhat of an adventure. Uh, initially, we started back in 2012, not with the podcast, but with the blog at drsenils.com. And um, that was in response to requests uh, that I was getting to talk about depression, particularly f- uh, from a biblical Christian perspective. And as a consequence of some of those talks that I gave, I saw there was a lot of interest in this subject. Um, I myself have struggled with depression and depressive thinking for a large part of my life. Uh, I, uh, there's there's a 15 minute video uh, that's actually quite old now. It was made about in around about. Uh, well, I always remember it because my youngest. It was made a year before my my youngest child was born, and um, so that makes around about 2003. I think it, it was made, but it's available on on the website. If you just look under "Just as I Am" is the title of it. Um, and and so with my own personal journey of depression as well as being asked to talk about it from a biblical Christian perspective there's a there's a there is a small ebook that looks at strategies to dealing with depressive thinking in in our modern world because while clinical depression is fairly constant i think we live in a world where there is so much negativity and news travels so fast and usually what travels around the world is is more of the negative rather than than the positive and i think that has an, an impact uh, on our minds and and on our general health, really. So that's really where it started, um, the idea for the blog. And then going on to 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 the podcast, then um, is, if, you, if you recall from the beginning, we, we have that quote from J.K. Rowling, that life is difficult and complicated and beyond anyone's self-control. The humility to know that will enable you to survive its vicissitudes. So... This realization that that life is complicated, it is beyond my control. The fact that I'm not really the master of my own destiny. Obviously, I can make plans and I can try and do what I can, but ultimately, there is a lot that's out of my control. And as I struggle with that, I wanted that. To, I, I wanted to think, well, where are the resources to help others? Um, and so, this is, if you like, my little attempt at that. And. One of the sort of philosophies that that has gone behind that is this realization that if you desire to make sense of life in this increasingly complex and challenging world, then you have to develop a rich interior life. Um, You see, so often we get this, we get this the wrong way around. We so often we focus on the externals rather than the internals. So we think if I get the externals right, you know, you have phrases like dress to impress, you know, fake it till you make it. All these kind of sort of ideas that are out there. Well, actually, life is an inside-out adventure. Our insides produce our, produce the outsides. So you don't look to the outside to make the inside good. It works the other way around. And so, if you like, one of the big philosophies, one of the big um, takeaway themes of of, this, of of the podcast and the blog is that in, inward change precedes outer transformation. That's from the uh, Greek author uh, Plutarch, but I think it's it, it's a universal truth that is that 
that is applicable wherever wherever you are and whoever you are so it's really i think really worth just beginning to grasp that that inward change precedes outer transformation that if you like if, if is some of the background to 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 the podcast and my goodness what an adventure it's been as as you may be aware i work as a psychiatrist so i work in the area of illness and my goodness you know as i said at the beginning you know that, that this interest in depression and struggling with my own depressive thinking that was the initial catalyst and to 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 start us on this adventure with the blog and the podcast um and it's been fascinating to have talked to somebody like say joe swinney who is a lady who struggled with her own depression and written a book called through the dark woods uh, and i interviewed her in podcast number four about her own personal journey through to depression and things that have helped her with that but i didn't you know and we've also looked at other negative issues like the whole the the, the area of stress and my goodness you know how many people talk about being feeling stressed and burnt out and thinking how can we use stress not as as the enemy to fight but also to see it in a positive sense it in our lives and how can we in a sense be clear about the things that we can control and the things that we can't control so we talked about that, that in, in quite a lot of detail in, in podcast number three uh, the podcast on, on stress as well as strategies to prevent burnout in, in podcast number 27 but that's really very much on, on the negative side well there's in addition to the negative, there is the positive. There's thinking about how does one grow in resilience? How does one be, how, how are you able to um, not just survive in this challenging, complex world, but how can you actually thrive? Um, and so that was very much in podcast number 13, looking at the whole area of resilience and, and grit in podcast number 21. And then how can we bring this to some degree of balance you know we have i have so many things coming at me in so many different directions as i'm sure you have so how do i get some degree of balance well is balance even possible uh and so in podcast 34 we talk about life work balance yeah can you really do that uh and what well, to give it a little bit away you know you can never be fully balanced life would be boring and dull if that was the case you've got to as it were, interspersed periods of focus in at particular times with periods of rest and recuperation. And you decide where you need to give your attention and being much more clear about who you are and, and the callings on your life. So that's, if you like, some of some of the areas that we looked at there. And um, But I very much wanted to do this from a biblical Christian perspective. Again, the G word, the word of God, is something that particularly in our uh, secular media is very much ignored or downplayed. And yet I don't think you can make sense of life without reference to uh, an infinite creator God who who put us here on this earth uh, for a purpose and for a reason. And so if I can f- understand that more, then I can grow. So we looked at that more in terms of in podcast number 18 on spiritual maturity and getting to know God uh, in, through silence and solitude, but also, th- most importantly, through his word and him, him speaking to us through his word in, 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 in scripture, in, 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 through, through, through the Bible, and, and understanding and knowing Jesus, who holds the key uh, to all, all the complexities that, that, I, that I face in life.
Uh, we also talked about uh, that more in understanding this 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 issue of religion as opposed to relationship with God, and that's in podcast number seven. So that, if you like, you know, that's a, a very quick recap of, of some of the interviews that uh, Andrew uh, Drake Heine did with, did with me that we're trying to bring and draw out um, some of these important topics. Um, and I encourage you to to go and listen to, to some of those if, if they're of interest to you. But the other interesting area, uh, aspect of the podcast, which I'm really very thankful for and want to celebrate, is the opportunities to interview book authors or people who've lived inspiring lives, which I, you know, I, I never dreamed I'd, I, I would get to do. And, and there have been so many of those um, um, to do as well. And, uh, you know, just one of the early ones that, that was really very, very um meaningful to me was the opportunity to um interview the grandson of Stephen Covey uh, well actually he's got 52 grandchildren <laughs> this was one of the 52 grandchildren um and through an amazing sort of network I somehow was put in contact with him and uh, emailed him and said how much I appreciated his um his his grandfather's impact on my life and said could we do a, a tribute to him so that's in podcast number 10 um Stephen Covey, if you don't know, is the author of a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People that uh, I think the last count sold something like 25 million copies and was translated into 28 languages. Uh, he died in 2012. Uh, but I remember I picked up his book in 1995 and it was the one of the first business books I'd ever come across that was willing to talk about the importance of God uh, in, in your life. And there's, there, there's a powerful quote that... that in that book, um, on, on page 309 of, of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, that talks about how the world works from the outside in, but how Christ works from the inside out, and that the world would seek to take people out of the slums, but that Christ takes the slums out of people, and they then uh, free themselves. And that just spoke to me so powerfully that here was somebody who's willing to talk about God um, in a business book, in a business context, without any sense of shame or embarrassment. Um, and he's had a huge impact around the world through, uh, his, through his business books, particularly The Seven Habits and then later on The Eighth Habit. But you can find out more about that on podcast number 10 uh, if, if, you'd like to, if you'd like to know more there. Um, and then just, just, you know, I mean, there's so many I could talk about, but I, I, was, I, was, I just wanted just to pick up my interview with Baroness Caroline Cox, um, who I described as not your average grandmother. She's oh, she's over eighty now, um, and yet a remarkable woman. Uh, this, this is in podcast number nineteen. Uh, she's also the um, uh, she she's she founded a charity called Heart Humanitarian, Humanitarian Aid and Relief Trust. Um, but quite a remarkable woman, you know. Uh, she's been accused by some of being a secret agent because of her ability to enter countries whose oppressive governments are intent on keeping her out. Uh, she she's worked in protecting the rights of Muslim women from oppression through Sharia courts in the UK, and even with that important work, she's bizarrely been called Islamophobic, which is far far from the case, uh, because she's actually supporting the rights of Muslim women. Um, but as I said, it was it's her relief organisation Heart, which she founded in two thousand and three, uh, that's taken her on missions to conflict zones. She's been to a place called Nagorno Karabakh in in Armenia. Uh, where she's been, I think, when I spoke to her, 83 times, to South Sudan, to Nigeria. As I said, not your average grandmother uh, living, you know, but really looking to live a life of passion and purpose uh, in in this world. 
so that you know that that was an amazing privilege to interview um baroness caroline cox that's in podcast number 19 uh as well as i i, I want to give, give a shout out for um my interview with uh, rahil patel uh in in that podcast which we enigmatically described harry potter and the hindu priest uh, and it's his story of being a hindu priest uh, and that journey from being brought up in in london to um becoming a hindu priest in, in an ashram in mumbai just outside of mumbai and then coming to the uk to, to set up hindu temples all over europe living a, a very sort of one level very glamorous lifestyle traveling around first class and uh, having a huge budget and a staff uh, to start hindu temples around europe and yet having a, a great sense of uh, dis-ease with himself and questioning about what life was about um and that journey of spiritual transformation that he had uh, what's it got to do with Harry Potter? Well, I think I'd encourage you to maybe have a listen to uh, podcast number 16. Um, they, and as I say, truth is stranger than fiction. Um, when you listen to the story, if you, if you read it in a, in a novel, you might be inclined to think, this is made up. You know, th th This is too ridiculous to be in a novel. And yet it's it's a true story. Uh, similarly, the, the, my interview with uh, Manoj Reitertar, uh, the author of a book called Filthy Rich, um, a man who uh, in 2007 had a business that was turning over 70 million pounds a year uh, and who bought, um, I think it was 220 off-plan apartments for 30 million pounds. And yet, even though everything seemed to be going so well for him, uh, hit a brick wall in his life. And particularly with the, with the illness of his young son, forced him to look at what is really important and what is really valuable. So again, that's a, another podcast I'd encourage you to, to listen to at podcast number 14. So that's that's been so it's been a great privilege to to be able to interview these these different uh, these different people and get an understanding of how God works amazingly in people's lives. And then the other side of the other podcast again, which I would never have thought of until I've got on this journey, was the opportunity to interview on various subjects. So in podcast seventeen, I had the privilege to interview Professor uh, John Wyatt uh, about end of life um we call it podcast number 17 the last taboo subject which is probably death which um and thinking about what does it mean not just to to die well but to live and die well um and even though that's a subject that we tend to avoid and not want to talk about it is just so important i mean that was brought home to me I've, and you know the data is imprinted in my mind on the 17th of march 2014 uh, when a very good friend of mine, and again, you can read about this on, on the blog, uh, Bunty uh, Abhishek Banerjee um, died suddenly at the age of 32. And it was one of those things that um, impacted me very, very deeply. I mean, I, I, I was in India and I spoke to him. I spent some time with him on the Saturday evening. Uh, I spoke to him on the... I came back to England on the Sunday. In fact... I sort of wonder whether he thought he was going to die, but because um, he, he was very keen that I contacted him when I came back to the UK, and I spoke to him on the Monday morning. Uh, he, he'd very kindly given a gift to one of my daughters, and I got her to talk to him to say uh, thank you. And then she put the phone down, and I rang him back to say, "Well, thank you again for you know for the time to spend with you and uh, and to meet your wife, and 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 let's just keep in touch. I know it's not easy." And then said goodbye. 
not realising that just a few hours later I would get a phone call from his wife um, informing me of his sudden death. Sorry, that's it's quite a downer to talk about it in, in these terms, but it's that realisation that life is fragile, life is precious. And although it's not a subject we want to talk much about, we need to remember that life is important. And that realisation that it's finite can help us to live, not with a morbid sense of, you know, of fear, but a sense that, you know, every day is a gift. And how can I live in the light of today being the gift that God has given me? I mean, that's why there's, sorry for the joke, but it, it, that's why it's called the present. <laughs> today is a gift. So uh, going back to this podcast number 17 with, with John Wyatt, we, do to, we talk about the understanding about having a, a, a true understanding of death, not being afraid of it. I mean, Woody Allen was the one who said, I'm not afraid of dying. I just don't want, just don't want to be there when it happens. But with the sense that my life is finite, how can I live life uh, in a way that honours my creator and honours the one who's put me here on this earth? One of my favourite um, Bible verses is Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, which says, we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works that he's prepared in advance for us to do. So how can I live in the light of that with the good works that he's prepared in advance for me to do? How can I walk in those? So John and I have this conversation then about about what does it mean to live well and to die well as well, because there is a big push in our society, uh, particularly in the West, to look at euthanasia, to look at um, end of life, um, well, literally killing, basically, and, and that people feeling that their life's not worth living, that they just want to die. Um, and we try to sort of un- un- unwrap, unravel that, really, and try and think, spend some time really thinking of that. So if you know someone who would... Who would uh, find that of interest or value or you know i'd encourage you to go to uh, podcast number 17 and the other example as well is with um the interviews that we've done um with um uh, chris wright um who's written a book called the god i don't understand and so often things in life happen that just do not make sense to us uh, I, I just talked earlier on about uh, the sudden death of my good friend bunty at the age of 32 um which even to this day I, I really do not understand. And yet I have to submit and accept that there is someone who knows more than I do and one day will make sense of it all. But how do I live in that tension uh, between um, in this world with all its failings and all its faults and with the struggles both that I have with with with, with my own failings and the failings of others and ultimately with death. And so... Uh, Chris and I talk about um, the God I don't understand uh, on podcast number 28. Uh, as well as that, not so small, as well as that fairly, fairly small subject about what happens at the end of the world, and that's in podcast number 29. And looking at that, what the Bible actually says about the end of the world, and what does it mean to live life with meaning and purpose and direction. Um, and then we, we've also done um, podcast 36, 37, 38, are with um, Pete Nicholas, on, who's written a book with Ed Brooks called Virtually Human, about on the impact of technology of our, in, in our lives. And as, as we start at the beginning, you know, technology is it's amazing. You know, the fact that I can do this podcast, the fact that I can communicate with you wherever you are around the world, the fact that we can share ideas, the fact that we can have this virtual relationship is a, is a wonderful thing. And yet we do know as well that there is a dark side to technology. So how can I live with technology as my, if you like, as my slave rather than being my master? 
and how can I use technology in in a way that, that for the positive and for the good. So again, I just want to say thank you so much for being on this journey with me. We've reached podcast 40. I don't quite know where we're going. Um, but um, I, I just I just trust that, you know, we can go uh, for, we can look out for more interviews and more conversations that can really help you to navigate through what is a challenging and complex world. Please feel free to get in touch with me through drsignal.com. Uh, you, can, you can email me um, through, uh, th- through the blog at sunil.drsignal.com. Uh, I look, for, you know, look forward to hearing from you. If you've got any ideas or suggestions about how we can improve things and develop things. And thank you so much. And uh, thank you for your time. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, you can get all the show notes for this episode from drsunil.com. And could you do us a favour? Head over to iTunes to rate the programme. This is by far the best way to get this content into the hands of those who need it most. Also, do you think about who you could pass details of the podcast on to? Don't forget to check out the blog for more great content. That's drsunil.com, helping you to make sense of life in a challenging and complex world. Until next time, goodbye for now.